Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're chiming in, watching via YouTube, listening via podcast, but really do appreciate you watching the episode, no matter how you're streaming it there. Do want to thank all our new subscribers and current subscribers. Really do appreciate the support here. And if you're not subscribed, please remember to do so as we put out three videos every week trying to help strengthen your fantasy roster as well. We do daily shorts looking at the next day's games on YouTube there to hopefully give you a slight advantage and really help you push for that win there. Uh, so today's our week three strategy episodes. We'll be taking a look at the schedule and suggest some low ownership players to hopefully help strengthen your roster, find that advantage for you, etc. And really solidify your fantasy week. Uh, some things to note, light nights this week. Monday there's six games, Wednesday three games, Friday six games, and Sunday five games. The rest are pretty heavy, at least ten in there. Uh, do note that New Jersey, Vegas, and Winnipeg play three of four light nights, Monday, Friday, and Sunday. And Anaheim also plays three light nights, but them being Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So they get the final three there. Uh, it is a two-game week for three teams, them being Calgary, Nashville, and Philadelphia. So if you have borderline players on any of those ones, those are the ones that you probably want to drop this week and pick up some others. Uh, it's a four-game week for quite a few teams, them being Chicago, Dallas, Edmonton, Minnesota, New Jersey, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Toronto, Vegas, and Winnipeg there. Uh, so we will focus on Monday and Wednesday teams, as well as all the four-game teams, teams that have four games this week. Uh, the Friday and Sunday light nights we'll look at in our weekend ads episode. Uh, so first off, we'll cover Dallas, Edmonton, and St. Louis, defensemen and forwards. As they start out really heavy this week, having three games in the first four nights. That way, if you want to pick one of them up, uh, you get three games. Then maybe you drop them over the weekend, watch the weekend ads episode, pick up a player that has two games, and at least in that slot, you get a five-game week potentially out of it. Uh, then we will cover Monday defensemen and forwards, then Wednesday defensemen and forwards, and the two teams that don't play Monday or Wednesday that still have four games this week. So basically we'll get right into it. Uh, teams that play three games and four nights there, Monday through Thursday, as Dallas plays Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Edmonton and St. Louis, they play Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, just so you know there. Uh, so Edmonton and St. Louis get the two light nights, being Monday and Wednesday. Uh, so we'll start off in Dallas. Look at Ryan Suter. He's owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues. He's playing second, uh, second pairing, second power play unit. So far this year, two points in four games with four hits and three blocks. Really, he wasn't the player he once was, but he's still a steady D-man, and he's okay to pick up considering it's on a condensed schedule there early in the week. Another one from Dallas is Niels Lundqvist. He's only owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. He's on the third pairing, second power play unit. So far, two points in four games, and he has four blocks. He's a D-man with a lot of upside there. He is getting more opportunity than obviously he got with the Rangers there reason why he wanted to trade out of there but uh, he might be worth a chance on a condensed schedule he's still the young guy getting third pairing minutes but there is that offensive upside getting a little bit of power play time there 
Uh, from Edmonton, really Bouchard and Barry, their higher ownership, but one and nurse. And one to look at is Cody Cece. He's owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. He's on the top unit. So far, he has two points in four games. He's a plus five, which is really nice, and seven blocks. His offense being half point per game right now, it's a nice little surprise. You're not going to pick him up more for offense. If he chips in, it's okay. He's going to get you the hits and the blocks, that plus minus, if those are counted in your leagues. That's where you can count on him to give you some value. And the last one is Nick Letty from St. Louis, only owned in 1% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that top pairing. So far, he's off to a good start. He has two points in two games. Also has two blocks in there. So he is getting a lot of ice time playing on that top pairing. Of course, he's not going to pan out to be a point-per-game player. <laughs> not even in his prime was he a point-per-game player. But he could be a really decent streamer in deeper leagues. And especially with that condensed schedule, might find some value in him. Uh, so we'll move along to the forwards from... Dallas, St. Louis, and Edmonton there. Uh, first one is Mason Marchment from Dallas. He's playing on the second line and second power play unit. Listed as left wing, right wing. Owned in 53% of Yahoo leagues. So far he started out on a four game point streak to start the season. Where he has six points in those four games. Two of them being on the power play. 11 shots on goal and 8 hits. So even adding on that secondary value there. He's fitting in really nice in Dallas to start. He's playing in the top six where he was a third-line player in Florida. With that extra ice time, it's paying off. He was a good player last year, and even with that added ice, it's adding a little extra value for you. Uh, next one in Edmonton's Kyler Yamamoto. Listed as a right winger, owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues. Currently on that top line. So far, he has one point in three games with three hits. He's kind of a boomer bust pick. He's going to play top six, whether it be on the top line with McDavid or second line with Dreisaitl there. If he is going to get you points, it's going to kind of be in bunches, or he's going to net you a goose egg. So it's kind of take a, take a chance on him if you want, or be more conservative and take a safer pick. But if he does boom, you'll really benefit. If he busts, not so much. Uh, next one from St. Louis is Ryan O'Walk. Ryan O'Reilly, listed as a center, owned in 64% of Yahoo leagues, placed on that second pairing and second power play unit. So far, no points in the two games played so far. Has been a slow start, but only two games in. Of course, he wasn't the player he once was. He is getting up there in age. But he would be an okay streamer, considering it is a condensed schedule, having three games in four nights. And he is going to get his points. It's just a matter of time there. Uh, next one from St. Louis is Ivan Barbashev, listed as center left winger, owned in 32% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the third line, and currently on the top power play unit in St. Louis there. He has one point so far in the two games he's played, so a half point per game. It's a plus two in there, four shots on goal, and three hits. He really is a Swiss Army knife there in St. Louis. He goes up and down the lineup, plays anywhere in the top nine, gets power play time, plays a little bit of penalty kill. He's not going to wow you in any category, but he's not going to hurt you either. He really is a fairly safe streamer fantasy-wise. Uh, next one's Brandon Saad. He's listed as a left winger, owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues, currently on the second line, second power play unit. 
Him, like O'Reilly, has a goose egg in the points department and two games played there. He's really similar to Yamamoto in a sense. He's kind of a boomer bust pick. You're either going to really like it if he booms or not so much if he busts. Just with a condensed schedule, depending how deep your league is, if it is a deeper league, might be worth the risk for you. So now we'll move on to the rest of the Monday Demon. Uh, do note that Carolina, Vancouver, Ottawa, and Nashville, those four teams, it's only a three-game week for them. And the rest of the teams from the other teams have a four-game week there. So we'll start off in Carolina. Jacob Slavin, owned in 55% of Yahoo Leagues, plays on that top pairing so far. Pretty steady Eddie. Two points in four games, seven shots on goal, five blocks. He does have points in back-to-back games right now. He is... He really is a safe streaming option for you, especially on a light night. Uh, next one from Carolina is Brady Shea, owned in 19% of Yahoo Leagues. Plays on that second pairing. So far, two points in four games, so half point per game player. Pretty close to what he averaged last year. He's a plus five already, which is really good. Ten shots on goal and seven hits. Really, he's pretty good in most cats. He's a decent streamer, especially in deeper leagues. I think Slavin's a little bit more upside, more fantasy-wise. But Shave's a nice backup option for you, especially in deeper leagues. Uh, next one from Vancouver is Oliver ekman Larson. He's owned in 18% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that second pairing and second power play unit. So far, three points in five games, so over half point per game. 11 shots on goal and 8 hits. It's been pretty good to start. Can't really complain about his stat so far. And he should be a safe streaming option. He's not one that you want to keep on your roster regularly. In most formats, deeper leagues maybe. But he will be a safe streaming option, should be throughout the season. Over in Ottawa, look at Eric Brandstrom. He's owned in 1% of Yahoo Leagues, playing on that third pairing right now. He has 2 points in 4 games played and 6 shots on goal. He's... Okay production to start, half point per game. He does, he has all kind of talent. It's just a matter of how long does it last. Is it because <laughs> fantasy owners have been frustrated with him now for a couple of years. You see that raw talent, but it doesn't really pan out for you. So he is a risky streaming option, but he would be decent in a deeper league. Uh, next one from Ottawa is Jake Sanderson, owned in 48% of Yahoo Leagues. Plays on that second pairing, and he did bump Branstrom off the second power play unit. Might be flip-flopped over the next few games there, in and out kind of a thing. But so far he has one point in four games played. He has six hits and four blocks, so a little bit safer stream than Branstrom in that he does have the secondary stats if those are counted in your leagues there. Uh, but if he is getting some power play time, he might... That just adds a little extra value if the second unit can chip in there. Uh, next one from New Jersey is Jonas Singenthaler. Available everywhere. 0% owned, but he is playing on that top pairing there. And with that, he has two points in four games played, is a plus two, and has six blocks. So with him playing top pairing minutes, obviously those secondary cats, even the offense is coming up a bit for him. In a really deep, deep league, he might be worth streaming on a light night. Uh, next one from New Jersey's Damon Severson. He's owned in 42% of Yahoo leagues. Right now on that third pairing, but getting second unit power play time. He has two points in four games so far, so half point per game. Eight shots on goal and seven blocks, so 
really better option than Singenthaler if he is available in your league. Obviously, you own quite a bit more than him. But he is getting decent ice time and gets some on the power play. He is obviously on a light night, a pretty safe option. Next one is Josh Morrissey from Winnipeg, owned in 56% of Yahoo Leagues. Plays on that top pairing, top power play unit. And to start out, he has three points in four games there with six shots on goal, five hits, and seven blocks. Just with those stats there, you can see he's a well-rounded, safe streaming option for you. If the more cats are counted in your league, the safer bet he is to be relevant fantasy-wise for you. Another one from uh, Winnipeg is Neil Pionk, owned in 52% of Yahoo leagues. He's playing on that top pairing and second power play unit. In the start of, he has four points in four games played, 12 shots on goal, 11 hits, and five blocks. It really is another good streaming option from Winnipeg's back end there. He is playing well early on. I just think over the course of the season, Morrissey would be a safer streamer in and out of your lineup. But right now, Pionk's putting up better numbers, so if he is available, do grab him over Morrissey. Uh, next one, Zach Whitecloud in Vegas, only owned in 1% of Yahoo Leagues, playing on that third pairing. Start out, he's having a pretty good start. He has two points and five games played with nine hits and ten blocks. Those hits and blocks numbers, if those are counted in your league, that's where he's going to provide the most value. He's obviously not the most offensive streaming option this week, but in a deep league and... Being on a light night, you might find some value in them depending how your league is formatted. So we'll move along to some Monday forwards other than the three and four night teams. Do remember again, Carolina, Vancouver, Ottawa, and Washington. It's a three-game week. The rest of the players listed in this section have four games this week. So we'll start out in Carolina again. Look at Seth Jarvis, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 64% of Yahoo leagues, plays top line and top power play unit. He has two points in four games so far. He's a plus three, nine shots on goal and five blocks. Really is a young offensive player with upside. He's playing first line, first power play unit. Would be a pretty good streaming option, especially on a light night here. Uh, another one in Carolina is Martin Nikas. He's listed as a right winger, owned in 33% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the second line, getting second unit power play time. He's starting on, out on one hell of a heater. Seven points in four games so far with 11 shots on goal. And as I mentioned, he's been a beast to start out the season. Probably right now better as a roster piece, really, than a than considering him just a streamer. So if he is available in your league, do snag him up, especially with that kind of production he's throwing out right now. Uh, next one is Andre Kuzmenko in Vancouver there. Listed as a left winger, owned in 35% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the top line and getting top unit power play time. So far he has two points in five games played. So not the greatest production, but he's fired 16 shots on goal so far. So it's just a matter of time. Really is an offensive player with high ceiling. He put up really good numbers in the KHL. Just might be taking him a few games for it to transition, but definitely worth a risk on a lighter night, depending who's available in your league there. Uh, another one from Vancouver is Vasily Podkolzin. Listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 45% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second pairing, second power play unit. Him like Kuzmenko, two points in five games played. 
10 shots on goal, so a little lighter shots on goal, but throws the body around more. Has 8 hits so far. Uh, really, as I mentioned, similar to Kosmenko, he's an offensive player. Might be worth the risk, especially on a light night, depending on who's available in your league there. Uh, next one from Ottawa, Shane Pinto, listed as a center, owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues, currently centering that third line on the second power play unit. Off to a good start, three points in four games played with 11 shots on goal. Really had an injury-riddled season last year where he got knocked out. He was expected to probably be in the lineup last year. He's getting, uh, getting his chance this year, and so far so good. Three points in four games. Who knows how well it holds off, but definitely worth streaming at the moment on a late night. Uh, next one's over in Washington and Dylan Strome. Listed as center right winger, owned in 25% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second line top power play unit. So far, so good. Four points in five games played with three power play points. It's really fitting in nicely in Washington there. He is an offensive player, so he's going to get you some shots on goal, power play points, points. He's not really going to help you out with the hits and blocks department. But for offensive numbers on a light night, definitely might be... Worth taking a chance on there. Uh, next one from Washington is TJ Oshie. He's also listed as center right winger, owned in 39% of Yahoo leagues, currently on the second line and top power play unit. Uh, he has four points in five games played. He has 11 shots on goal and 13 hits, so he adds a little extra value in the hits area. He is a good streaming option for, with me anyways, with Oshie. Health is the biggest concern, that's why Consider him a streamer and not a full-time roster piece there. Uh, next one is Connor Sheary, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. He's currently on the top line, second power play unit. So far, he has four points in five games played and 10 shots on goal. When he is in the top six, he's definitely worth streaming. If he falls out of that top six, that's where he loses considerable fantasy value there. But right now, he is playing on that top line, so would be worth streaming on the late night. Don't keep him on your roster because he goes up and down the lineup there. But where he's slated right now, definitely worth taking a chance on. Uh, over in Pittsburgh, look at Ricard Raquel, listed as left winger or right winger, owned in 40% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top line, second power play unit. So far, he has two goals and four games played with 16 shots on goal, so far and quite a few pucks, and five blocks. He is on Crosby's wing there. He's gelled well in the short streak that they had last season after he came over. He, he does have decent shots on goal and blocks numbers, so might be worth the risk on a light night. Just a matter of time playing with Crosby and Getzel where he gets an uptick in production. Uh, next one is Jason Zucker, listed as a left winger, only owned in 4% of Yahoo leagues, playing second line, second power play unit. He's off to a really good start. Four points in four games played there. He's found some chemistry on Malkin's wing, seems to really be gelling so far. And if he stays in the top six, he'll, he will continue to be a really good streaming option, especially on light nights there. Uh, next one in Pittsburgh is Jeff Carter, listed as a center, owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues. On that third line and second power play unit, so far he's put up four points in four games played. He has 10 shots on goal, six hits, and five blocks. 
So he really is a safe streamer on light nights as he covers a lot of categories where he will give you a little uptick in value there. Uh, next one in New Jersey is Nico Heeshire. He's listed as a center, owned in 33% of Yahoo leagues, plays on the top line, top power play unit, and man, he's come out of the gate well. Five points in his three games played, plus three, 13 shots on goal. So really, as I mentioned, he's come out hot and... And he had a really good year last year. If he is available in your league, especially if he's continuing this pace, it might be not just a streaming option, but more of a depth option, full-time roster piece for you. Uh, another one in New Jersey is Andre Pilat. Listed as a left winger, owned in 40% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line and second power play unit. He has three goals in his last two games played, plus five in those two games and six hits. He's really seemed to have found chemistry with Heeshire since Heeshire came back from missing a little bit with injury there. He's definitely worth streaming at this point. Uh, over in Winnipeg, look at Blake Wheeler. Listed as a right winger, owned in 58% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, second power play unit. He has two points in four games played, so a little low, but still half point per game. Nine shots on goal. Do you remember he was almost a point-per-game player last year? I think it was 60 points in 65 games. Memory serves me right. So he should be okay as a streaming option there. Uh, another one in Winnipeg's Cole Perfetti. Listed as center right winger. Owned in 15% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, second power play unit. So far he has three points in four games played. Put up five blocks. So the blocks is impressive to me. Adds a little extra value. Not a lot of young kids get a lot of blocks there. So he is a young player with upside. He's playing in the top six, so he definitely might be worth the risk, depending how your league is formatted and how deep your league is there. Uh, next one is Kelly Yarncroft from Toronto, listed as center right winger. Available pretty much everywhere. Only 1% on there. Is on the third line, gets second unit power play time. So far he has two points in five games played, so... Not bad, not great by any means. Has nine shots on goal. He's okay offensively. He's more of a deep, deep league option. Like if it's 16 teams, 20 players kind of a thing, that's where so many players are taken where the pickings might be slim and Yarncroft might bring some value for you. Uh, next one over in Vegas is Chandler Stevenson. He's listed as center right winger, owned in 38% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on that second line, top power play unit. So far he has four points in five games played with seven shots on goal. Really is a good offensive streamer, especially on light nights. He is, other than the offensive categories, he's light on the blocks and hits. Uh, those kind of categories, a little light on there. But still a decent streamer, especially on a light night. Next one in Vegas is Riley Smith, listed as a right winger, owned in 17% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the top line and top power play unit. So far he has three points in five games played. He's a plus five and 20 shots on goal, so definitely fires a puck on that there. And do remember, he is on Eichel's wing getting top unit power play time, so he should be a fairly decent streaming option, especially playing on late nights. Uh, so now we'll go to the remaining Wednesday Demon. Out of these players, the Rangers have a four-game week. The rest of them only have three-game weeks. 
so we'll start off in Anaheim. Look at Cam Fowler. He's owned in 10% of Yahoo leagues. Plays top pairing, second power play unit. So far, one point in five games played, so not the greatest. Five shots on goal, though, and eight blocks, so a little better there. You do remember, he was a 30-point D-man this year. Sure, Klingberg's eaten into some of that ice time there. But on a light night, he should still be an okay streaming option for you. Another one very similar, Kevin Shattenkirk in Anaheim. Owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues. Him also has 1.5 games played with 9 shots on goal and 6 blocks. So a little better shots on goal than Fowler, a little lighter on the block area. But like Fowler, he was a 30-point D-man last year. Just Klingberg's eaten into some of that ice time there. Just Fowler I would trust a little bit more just because Fowler does get a little bit of power play time and gets top pairing minutes there. Uh, next one is Ryan Pulak from the Islanders. He's owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues. He's playing on the top pairing second power play unit. So far he has 1.4 games played. He's a plus 3, has 10 shots on goal, 9 hits and 8 blocks. Really, the offense is a little lower than what you normally expect for him, but he's nice in all-around category. So if it's a broad-based scoring league or rotisserie league, this is where he'll bring you some value on a light night there. Uh, another one from the Islanders is Adam Pellick. He's owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that top pairing with Pulak there. He has two points in four games played. Has five shots on goal, seven hits, and four blocks. He kind of contributes a little bit, not great, in every category there. So in deeper leagues, he might be worth a streaming option on a light night. And the last one's Keandre Miller. He's owned in 45% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second pairing there. So far he has two points in five games played. He's a plus three, has 11 shots on goal, 10 hits and six blocks. As you can see, he's decent in almost all stat categories there. Uh, and he's on a deep Rangers team, so they're going to score a bunch of goals. He'll have favorable stats. Should be a good streaming option for you. So now we'll go to the remaining Wednesday forwards there, other than our three and four night guys there. So the Rangers do have four games. The rest of these players will have three game weeks. Keep that in mind. And we'll start off in Anaheim again. Look at Mason McTavish. Listed as a left winger, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, top power play unit there. So far he has four points in five games played with 10 shots on goal. He really is an offensive forward with a lot of upside there. You've seen what he can do in junior and the world juniors, etc. there. He really is fitting in good, and he'd be great on a light night so far, other than plus-minus. Anaheim, it's going to hurt plus-minus-wise, but should be a safe, good streaming offensive option for you. Uh, next one in Anaheim's Ryan Strom, listed as a center, owned in 18% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, top power play unit. So far he has four points in five games played with eight shots on goal. He is really is fitting in nicely on a rebuilding Ducks team. Will be an okay streamer on a light night. And if face-off wins are counted in your league, that's a little extra value for you. Do keep in mind that he's a little streaky. He has four points in five games, but three of those points came in one game there. 
next one over in Tampa is Alex Kalorn. Listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues. Played on that second line, second power play unit. So far, two points in four games played. It is, is off to a bit of a slow start by his standards there. But he is on a deep Tampa team, so he might be worth the risk on a light night. Uh, another one in Tampa is Vladislav Domestikov. Listed as center left winger, owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the third line right now, but is on that top power play unit. So far, he has three points in four games played, with seven shots on goal and six hits. As I mentioned, he did get bumped up to that top power play unit, which is just lethal in Tampa Bay. So as long as he stays up on there, he might be worth the risk, especially on light nights. Uh, from the Islanders we'll go to now, look at Brock Nelson. Listed as a center, owned in 37% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the top line, top power play unit. So far, four points in four games played, all of them assists, eight shots on goal and four blocks. Like I mentioned, he's yet to score a goal, but he did have 37 goals last year, so his goals are going to come. And on a light night, pretty decent streaming option for you. Another one from the Islanders, Matt Barzell, listed as a center, owned in 63% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, top power play unit. He also has four points in four games played with nine shots on goal. He really is the most offensively gifted player on the Islanders team. So for me, if he is available, that's the better bet than Nelson. But if Barzell's taken, Nelson's not too bad there. Another one from the Islanders is Anders Lee. He's listed as a left winger, owned in 28% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that top line, top power play unit. So far... He's doing a little better. Five points in four games played, 10 shots on goal, and five hits. He's off to a really good start here this season. Definitely worth streaming on a light night, especially how he started out here. Finish off with the Rangers, them having four game weeks here. Look at Alex Lafreniere, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 54% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, second power play unit. So far, he has three points in five games played. He has 18 shots on goal, which is a really nice number there, and eight hits. He's up in the top six, and he's playing well. He'll be a good streaming option as long as he stays in that top six. Last year, he was buried on the third line lots there, and since being bumped up, he's having a lot better start this year. Uh, last one from the Rangers, Capo Caco, listed as a right winger, owned in 12% of Yahoo leagues. Up on that top line, second power play unit. So far, he has two points in five games played, 11 shots on goal, four hits, and four blocks. So he is, as I mentioned, playing on that top line on a really strong Rangers team there, playing with Zabanajad and Jadon Kreider, so he will eventually get some piggyback points there. He is contributing in the other fantasy categories, like hits, blocks, shots on goal there, so he will add some value there for you. So now we'll go to the remaining teams that have four game weeks that don't play on Monday or Wednesday. We'll start off in Minnesota there. Uh, Kalen Addison on the back end, owned an 18% of Yahoo leagues, plays third pairing and top power play unit, just easing in the rookie there by giving him his power play time. 
And he's put up six points in four games played there with six shots on goal. He really is off to a very impressive offensive start to the season. He is light on hits and blocks. And with any rookie defenseman, plus minus generally hurts. He is a minus six to start. But if just based on those offensive stats, might be worth streaming, grabbing him before somebody else does, so to speak there. Another one from Minnesota is Matt Dumba. Owned in 42% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second line right now. He has two points in four games played with eight shots on goal, five hits, and four blocks. He really is a safe pick in most categories. A little safer than Addison there. Addison obviously has him on the offensive stats. And Dumba isn't getting any power play time. But a couple of options for you that have four game weeks there. So now we'll move along to some Remaining forwards that have four game weeks that don't play Monday or Wednesday. Start off in Chicago there. Look at Tyler Johnson, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 1% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the second line and top power play unit. So far, he's off to a good start. Three points and three games played with five shots on goal and nine hits. Now, I will warn, it's very risky taking any Chicago players. Just because they're a really weak team there and they're going to get overpowered on most nights. But with his start, depending how deep your league is, if it's really deep, where you have a lot of players taken in your league, he might be worth taking a chance on there. Another one very similar, Taylor Radish, listed as left winger, right winger, old in 1% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the second line, top power play unit. And he has two points in three games played there. He's a plus two. And has five shots on goal. Again, risky taking anybody from Chicago. Uh, the fact that he's a plus player in Chicago is actually a little added benefit there for you. But, again, as I mentioned, only if it's a deep, deep league would I be taking a chance on a Blackhawks player outside of Kane, of course. Or Seth Jones on the back end. But uh, another one is Jonathan Tates, listed as a center, owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues. Centering that second line, second power play unit. It's often okay start. Two points and three games played there. Seven shots on goal and three blocks. Again, it is risky. Where he does add some value, he's still a really good face-off man. So if face-off wins are counted in your league, give you a little bump with it being a four-game week there. Uh, over in Minnesota, look at Ryan Hartman. Listed as a center, owned in 51% of Yahoo leagues. Plays top line, second power play unit. So far he has two points in four games played. 13 shots on goal, so nice shot total and five hits. He does play between Zuccarello and Kaprizov there. Just with that and it being a four-game week, he might be worth a chance in a deeper league there. Even a main league, depending what centers are taken in your league. Uh, another one's Marcus Foligno. Listed as left winger, right winger. Owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues. Played on the second line, second power play unit. So far he has two points in four games played there, so a half point per game. Would like to see that a little bit higher. But he has eight shots on goal and 12 hits. So really good hit total there. He's okay offensively, and his shots on goal are pretty decent there. So he might be a decent streamer, just depending how your league is formatted with him having a four-game week. The last one is Joel Erickson Eck. Listed as a center, owned in 50% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on the second line, top power play unit. So far, he has three points in four games played, so pretty good offensive totals there. 17 shots on goal, so definitely firing the puck. And five hits. 
He's nice offense, decent, well, really good shots on goal so far. So he could be a valuable streamer considering they're having a four-game week. That wraps up this episode. I hope you did enjoy it. If you did, please remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell if you're watching via YouTube. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit that heart, hit that bell, hit subscribe, etc., depending what platform you're listening on. We'll be out in a few days with our waiver wire episode and finishing off the week with our weekend ads episode. Don't forget to check out the short section in YouTube where we do have daily options for streamers, depending how much of a pitch you're in. Just some suggestions for you to hopefully find you that advantage and get you that win there, fantasy owners. And we'll talk to you soon. Good luck, everybody.